0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: You can't keep it if you don't give it away. I always say that, right? So you give away, but how are you going to give stuff away? That means you got to fill yourself with stuff first. You got to fill yourself with books. You got to fill yourself with knowledge, with self-improvement, right? Because before income improvement comes self-improvement. And you got to fill yourself with improvement. Self-improve, definitely be able to be prosperous. And give you can give see because it's all about, about giving
0: this can't be it there has to be more wait am i crazy no if you're yearning for more and working hard to make your dreams a reality then you're in the right place welcome to dream catchers it's the only show committed to helping you self-actualize and then transcend leaving you with the legacy you've always desired Listen in on conversations with successful philanthropists, entrepreneurs, and founders every week as we connect with them for inspiration, education, and direction. Your host, Jerome Myers, is here to help you exit the matrix and transform into a leader of your own revolution. The question is, do you believe your dreams should be real? Everybody, and welcome to the Dream Catchers Podcast. I'm your host, Jerome. and I've got the pleasure of having Lawrence Laddie in the building with me today. Lawrence, how are things in the BX?
1: Everything's excellent, Jerome. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you for having me on. It is an honor and a privilege to be on the Dream Catchers podcast.
0: Man, we're really excited to have you come hang out for a little while. I see you got Mr. Na- International in there. You just got back from Paris and London and. Saint Lucia. I mean, I guess you are Miss International, but what, what's the origin of that? People are probably asking, "Who's this guy? Who's Mr. International?"
1: Well, what happens is when I first started my meetup, I just started first time my meetup in um, late twenty twenty, and uh, I had Nicole Pendergrass on, right as a guest, and uh, she came on, and I what I do is I usually in my meetup I go around the screen and ask people their names, where they're from, what they do. And um, he's, he's going to run the screen. This guy says, I'm a so-and-so. I'm from New Zealand. I said, OK, nice. Thank you. Thank you. At the end of the, at the, end of the meetup, Aaron Goyne said, you know what? We're going to call you Mr. International. And at first, I was like, OK, you know, nah, that's not me. And then after a while, he said, well, you know what? If you don't want it, somebody else may want it. I said, you know what? Let me, I had a, I had a moment of clarity. And uh, I took the name. It has stuck ever since. <laughs>
0: wow. So you, you you actually got the nickname. It was given to you instead of somebody, instead of you making it up yourself and saying, yes. hey, I
1: go by this, huh? hmm Somebody gave it to me. It's stuck since that time. Maybe I could miss international.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. So you, you mentioned the meetup. What is a meetup? And tell us a little bit about yours.
1: Well, what happened is in um beginning of the, before before the pandemic began, right, I was thinking about having a meetup because I was working uh, for the transit authority. and. I said the people from transit need to get this, get an understanding of more about real estate, and uh, the pandemic came and that sort of sidelined everything, until October. And I, um, I don't know, you may know this person. He's my, my, he's my coach. You know his name is. I don't know if you know his name is Jerome Myers. Anyway, so you know, he said he said he said you know what I was, I was talking about to have this meetup, and he said, well, go ahead and do it. You know, because I was really I was like a person doing a. Um, Double Dutch. I'm about to get in. But I, I want to be perfect. And uh, Jerome said, just go ahead in. Get Jump in there. So I started. And um, it started October 13th of 2020. I've had some phenomenal speakers, some phenomenal speakers and guests on there. And um, right now, um, it's just doing phenomenal. It's just doing great. It really is doing great. I enjoy it. I enjoy people. I enjoy helping people. And um, it feels like home. You know, so welcome. I like to welcome everybody. Come on in.
0: It feels like home, but that's not by accident. You make people feel welcome, and I think that's part of your brand, right? I think all of us have a brand, and your brand is to greet everybody, welcome them in, make them feel like they're amongst friends or family. And that is the thing that I think most people mention when they talk about your meetup. They talk about 7 p.m. on Eastern on Tuesday nights, being able to go hang out with people who... Don't look down on them. Don't put them on a pedestal. You just come in, relate, have a good conversation. Do you feel like it's an accurate representation?
1: That's very accurate. Very accurate. You know, I've had, and I'm not, I'm not. When I say this, I'm not trying to. You know, um, pat myself in the back. But I've had people tell me, I just come in. I enjoy coming meet up. It's so welcoming. But most of that stuff I got also because I enjoy networking with people. I enjoy talking to people. And I believe that if you put your hand out, even if it's in person, in a per, in person meetups, you gotta put your hand out and say, "Hey," with a smile and say, "Welcome."
0: Now, where's your? And I know you mentioned that I had a little something to do with you jumping in to the double dutch game and starting the meetup. But did you just come up with this idea by yourself, or did you start attending some stuff prior to you doing your own thing, like? For the folks who are looking for their thought leadership platform and they think maybe putting people together on a weekly basis in this meetup format is a good idea for them. How how did you figure out how to run yours and did you attend others prior to starting your own? Well,
1: be- before the pandemic began, I was attending meetups. Um, and then when the pandemic came, right, I was a captive audience at work. So I was doing 10 meetups a week. And when I went to start mine, I um, it was in my not my thought process. I listened to um, Adam Adams. He had a um, podcast. He was a guest, guest on the podcast talking about how to make meetups work. So I took some of his ideas and used them for, the, for a virtual meetup. So what I do is I usually go around the screen. At the beginning of a meeting, I always go around the screen and ask everybody, give me give your name, let them know where you're from, what you do. And that's what he said in his podcast. He said he asked people in the room, you go around the room, ask everybody name. Therefore, it feels like you said before, it feels welcoming. It feels like you're at home, right?
0: Okay. And so how do you get people to come? I'm, I'm a meetup failure, right? I would only get one or two people to come to my meetups and then they would kind of stay a part of the time. But you're saying you're getting... I think you're getting double digits for sure, maybe close to 30, 40, 50 people every week. Like, what is your, how are you doing that? It, it can't just be going around the room and, and saying your name, can it?
1: No, I, I think, you know, I think, I think the thing is uh, bringing value, bringing value to people, right? Um, like you said, this this is no, judge, no judgment zone, right? Be you. And also, the fact of the matter is that I just, continually i'm not I'm, I'm consistent in the meetup i'm consistent no matter what because i I believe in one thing i don't care if it's one person was there when i first began you just keep on going you keep on going consistency is what, what keeps the meetup going but part of it also is the people who are there too because not me that makes the meetup it's the people who make the meetup the attendants who make the meetup right and um those are people that when they when they come and they're open also and they're smiling also. People who are new come in, they see, they feel, they feel, they feel that they feel that the energy in there, it makes them want to come back again also, right? Yeah, and I, it's oh. almost
0: like church. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, also, the fact you know what, I don't, I think that part of it is also that I have a mixture of different, different, different people come in and they just enjoy it. That's all. It's enjoy. And you make a lot of friends. So you want to see your friends, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So... You've had a ton of change over the past 12 months. I think you retired in the last year. The meetup's going. You've been traveling internationally. Why would you go on this endeavor to start gathering people on a weekly basis? And I think you're even doing stuff quarterly with your Mastermind Dinner. So why not just kind of put your feet up and go play golf or go fishing or... Just travel with the grandkids and the kids? Why Why do all this stuff?
1: Um, because there's a purpose. I believe there's a purpose for me. And um, for me, the purpose is that you know you wanna help people. And this help is by doing, educating people, right? By reaching out to people. in um, this last year, I've met people that I've never, never met before, right? I met them in person, I met them in person, right? Um, it's not about putting your legs, it's not about putting the legs up and call it a day. The journey's not over till the journey's over, right? I didn't come this far to go this far. I came this far to go further. And um, I enjoy this. I enjoy meeting people. I enjoy what I'm doing, right? Even the dinners, right? Everything I've done is by, through reading also, right? It's part of it also. Reading books, um, getting to understand what you can do by bringing people together. Because when you bring people together, they meet other people who help probably help them on their journey also, right? Because it's about relational transactions, right? This is about relational relationships, right? That's what I to do. Create relationships with people to deepen them, to help them grow. Mm-hmm.
0: So let me get this right. You You want to help people grow. Where did that come from? Because again, like you're retired and we'll dive into your illustrious career here in a little bit, but why, why not just hang it up? I know you said, I didn't want to come this far to go this far. I want to go further, but where does this passion come from? Where does this drive come from to continue to be so active after forty years in a career?
1: I, I, I know what. Sometimes I wonder myself. There's <laughs> times I'm like, "What's going on here?" Right? But you know, I just enjoy this. I really, truly enjoy this whole meeting people, talking to people, going out to lunch with people. It's something that just, just, it just is. You know, I never can I can't put my finger on it and go, I just enjoy it. I guess you know what? I mean, let's let's let say this also. See, I was in Amway before, also, right? I was in Amway. So some of these books I read before, and I people talk about, oh no, meeting people, so for me, it was just easy. It's like, hey, how you doing, right? Listen, smile. Hey, how you doing? Smile and put your hand out, you know, firm handshake, right? No, don't squeeze nobody's knuckles together The firm handshake, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just, it's just easy for me. I do, it's just easy. And um, I don't think for me, it's not about retirement and call it a day. You know, somebody asked me at work, you know, you said you're going to get into that, but somebody talked about, so when you retire, you're going to hang up. You're going to just sit back and relax. No, no. Sit back and relax. No, mm-mm. it's about, there's more to life than just sit back and relax.ing There's a time, place for everything. I like
0: that. I like that. And so it sounds like you, you're uniquely gifted. To enjoy people, meet people, greet people, make them feel welcome, and then there's the socially awkward people like me who are like, I I don't know what to say to this new person. Uh, what 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 am I supposed to do? So, do you have any like tools that a person can use when they're meeting somebody new to like be memorable and, and to make a favorable impression?
1: Yes, surely, surely. Um, it's called a, I call it the four P's. Right, it's called the four Ps. The first P is positivity, right? You gotta be positive. Always smile. You know, even if you had a bad day, you gotta come. If you want to meet people, you gotta smile. You smile and go, hey, how you doing? My name is Lawrence. What's your name? Right? Um, so you got that positivity, then you got um, we're gonna jump around a little bit, right? Then you gotta produce, right? So at the end of the time, you gotta at the end of it, you gotta also help people, you gotta follow people, right? gotta follow up with people. Make sure that you follow up. Make sure you call back. Hey, how you doing? I gotta get into it. Sometimes I, I fall back for that because I need to call people. I keep forgetting you also text people. Hey, how you doing, right? It's also patterns you create, right? Patterns you create by always, if you like the meetup, if you have a host in the meetup, if you go into a meetup, right? You gotta continue to be consistent with it on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. If the meetup's every week, then you need to be there every week, right? You can't go one week, don't go for two, And people like, who's this guy, right? Who's this girl, right? Because when you go, when you create those patterns, right? It creates a pattern and toward the KLT, right? The funnel at the top, right? It's wide and big. So as you go down people, a lot of people are gonna know you, but as it goes down, you keep on going to these meetings on a weekly basis, people get to like, start liking you, hopefully, if you're a like a person, right? (laughs) But then people get to trust you, right? And then the funnel gets down to the bottom, few people going to, at the end, is going to be invest. And I, 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 I the, the, um, what I do is I say like this, you know, the four P's is like a marriage, right? Know, like, and trust, invest, right? So everybody can understand this, right? So before you went out with somebody, right? They had to know you, get to know you, right? So now that they got to know you, they got to like you. Not that they liked you, they were invited to your house and they went to the bathroom without... Checking, checking, make sure, right? And they close the door, and they said that I'm gonna start trusting this person. And then they're gonna snoop through my stuff. So they trust you, right? And at the end of the, whatever term it is, they invest in you, right? They invest either in married. Are we going together? That's the that's the investment. So it's the same thing in business, same thing in networking, right? Um, the fourth P. There's a top of my head, I came up. It was like I'm still a little foggy from the trip from London, but but I tell you what. You got to create, you gotta produce this follow-up, you gotta be positive, you gotta create good patterns. And patterns, like I said before, is you gotta make the meal make these meals on a daily, on a weekly basis, right? Therefore, people get to know you, right? You create the patterns so people get to reach out to people all the time. But the most important thing is being positive, right? If you're not positive, <laughs> they ain't nobody gonna know you, no good thing. They may know you, they ain't gonna like you, right? Yeah. And part of the you just said before, you don't have to say to people. So I tell people, you know what? Use Ford, F-O-R-D, right? Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. And I didn't think about that. I read that in a book, right? <laughs> so, so everything, I, when I tell the people here, when I say something, when you ask these questions, I talk about things like this. I've learned everything from books, right? So Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. You ask people those four questions. If you have talk about their family, people do not going to talk about, they want to know about, let you know about themselves right how's the family doing that leads into i got two kids really what do they do they play football well, you know my kids play football too what's what position they play it can lead on to a long thing it's not about how many doors you got no we can't do that no <laughs> let's, let's let me know about who you are let me find out about you what you are what are you about you know people don't care how much you know today how much know how much you care
0: so let me get this right family occupation recreation, and dreams. Mm-hmm. And you can just start having that conversation with somebody you've just met. And by doing that, you'll be able to go through getting to know each other. And then over time, people will decide whether or not they like you. And then eventually that'll lead to trust is if you're going down the KLT funnel, as you so eloquently put it, that's really impressive because I always kind of look at people I'm like "Ah, I don't know what question to ask you and I don't know what to tell you about myself so for you to give us that family occupation recreation and dreams mnemonic is I think really 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 valuable and it's going to help me because I'm gonna start doing that and see (laughs) how far I go and then you gave us the four Ps and so the one that I think is Like the big one, and you emphasize this, was positivity. You're like, you know, smile, reach out your hand, introduce yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And if you do that, you'll set yourself apart from most people, if I'm not mistaken. Is that true?
1: That's true. And you know, I told you, the other P is prosperity, right? Ah, see? So being prosperous means you're giving away stuff, right? You're prosperous already. You can't keep it if you don't give it away. I always say that, Right. So you give away, how, but how are you going to give stuff away? That means you got to fill yourself with stuff first. You got to fill yourself with books. You got to fill yourself with knowledge, with self-improvement, right? Because before income improvement comes self-improvement. And you got to fill yourself with improvement. Self-improve, definitely be able to be prosperous and give. You can give, see, because it's all about, about giving.
0: A lot of people want to unlock their ultimate potential, but lack the strategy, support, and stamina necessary to achieve their major goals. They often try to overcome these challenges by trying to do it on their own, causing frustration, fatigue, and eventually failure. We have developed a model for a center life, a.k.a. the red pill, to help them bolster their beliefs, gain clarity on their path to success, and provide accountability as they take action on their goals. When they take the red pill, they rapidly accelerate attainment of their goals and begin to experience a life of significance and impact. Want to find out more? Hop over to Jerome Myers.co. Now, let's get back to the episode. It's freely. so positivity, prosperity, patterns. Mm-hmm. And what's the last one? Produce. Produce. Right. Produce. Produce, patterns, positivity, and prosperity. The four Ps, ladies and gentlemen. You better pick them up while he's putting them down because we're getting into it today. So, all right. We, we we got to this really philosophical conversation, right? Yeah. But you've been practicing these things for a long time. So tell the folks a little bit about your career and all the folks you trained and the day that your life changed and like, give, give them the goods, man. Because I think people really need to get to know you because they're going to be inspired by this story.
1: Okay, well, um, I was just retired last year. Uh, of 21 right um for the transit authority and i operated a subway train here in new york city and um during that time i've trained i believe i believe over 900 people right so so all that you know i didn't recognize that what i was doing was you know positivity prosperity patterns of produce but it was Right. But in in that in that time frame, there's some things that, you know, I believe that God tells you has a set set way for you to go. And because we are human beings, we have a we can determine through our brains the choices we make. So I made a choice and I made a turn at the left and I went off, off the rails a little bit. Um, it is what it is. It happens. Right. But life doesn't keep you down. Young people's person keeps you down as you. So um what I did was I've been clean for thirty three years. Um, my parents, through their love and caring, right—that's what kept me going. Also, right, because there's times that people, family members, like, oh, stay away. But um, they, they kept—they love me through and through. Right. Um, been like I said, I've been clean for thirty three years, and also in that time, I've learned to fall down and get back up. Right, and I was in pre foreclosure. For some building, a building, two buildings, and I lost one building also in that time. Oh, how did I get to that point? Because my parents also were part of that process also, because they, they, my father bought his first house a while ago. I'm not going to tell you my age, but anyway, <laughs> he bought a first his first house, and that's what got me into real estate. And he bought another house, and they bought another five-family across the street from it. So um, that's what got me started. And like I said before, I went to left. I came back to the track, and um, I, don't know, I think I got off track there. But the bottom line is that I got back on to the right, the right, right thinking, and um, I moved on from there.
0: Yeah. So a lot of times people will discard a person there and say, "Hey, they're over there doing that thing that I don't agree with," and you know we're just going to leave them over there in that lifestyle. And you offered that your parents covered you in love, and that helped you make a transition back to what you call the right side of the road what is your guidance because you continue to help people who are in recovery right you're a part of that process for a lot a lot of people probably more people than you've ever trained and so what is your guidance to people who see folks who are struggling and maybe they need some help or they don't know that they're struggling and they don't know what to do, but they do know that they care about this
1: person or they love this person. Um, you know, I think I think the guidance is my my mother, because my mother was very how the, how, she was the hospitable to the end, right? She's always caring, loving, considerate, kind. I think I got a lot of my traits from my my mother, right? Um, when you see people down out, I always say to people, you know what? For the grace of God, there go I, right? So for me, it's my guidance is through to who I call my who I choose to call my high power? God. Um, I believe in the love love is number one. Without love with love, everything, everything else goes through love. So I love people, right? So no matter what happens, right, I love you no matter what. That's that's my that's my take on it. You know, it's just about love.
0: And so how does it work? Like I love you, is that enough? Or is there certain actions that you have to take in order to show the person that you love them, because I think love is a verb, not just a noun.
1: No, love. You're right. Love is a verb, not a noun. Love is called action, showing people, right? I mean, I listened to um, I was turned on to this, uh, this, uh, this um, motivational speaker, and he says, um, people are interested in hearing you preach a sermon, they interested in hearing you walk a sermon, right? So, love is an action. Love is an action, showing people that you care, no matter what, right? No matter what it comes up. You still love him. Um, giving it all you got. That's why I do I give it all I got. Leave it on the field of play, right? Come back, come on the field of play exhausted. That means you've known that you've given everything you've gotten. Because Winston Churchill says, all a man can do is his best. That's it. So you give your best in everything that you do, right? Relationships, business, best to you, right? You owe you something. How about that, right? So um, I just want to give my best in everything I do.
0: So when you're helping folks who are in recovery, are you just telling them do your best or what kind of guidance or counseling are you giving them?
1: Well when you when you talk to somebody, you just let them like you know do you they, you, want, you want to give them your experience right that you what you've done And sometimes people sometimes people just want, want you to be a soundable. They just want to listen. They want you to listen to them, right And therefore just sit back and listen because the art of listening is a lost art sometimes. Sometimes people just want to talk. They want to get stuff off their chest, right? And that's what it's all about sometimes also. Just listening to people saying, yes, okay, uh-huh, okay. And not say nothing, right? I mean, I give, I don't give advice. I give suggestions, right? Because it's a problem of suggestions. I suggest you do this. You can do what you want to do, but here's my suggestion. You know, take my suggestion, right? But I know about that too, because, you know, you, somebody, my, somebody gave me a suggestion, I take the suggestion. So I had to learn the hard way, right? <laughs> so, so life is about suggestions, right? People give you suggestions. Your parents give you suggestions, right? They suggest that you do it this way, but you didn't do it that way. So now you got. My, my, my father said, "You make your bed hard, it's going to be the line hard."
0: And I, I really like the wisdom there because I think everybody has a choice, mm. and it's not our responsibility to make people do the thing. Right, it's our opportunity. We get an opportunity to help them make their journey a little bit easier.
1: Right, right. There you go. And that's just, like you said. I give you a choice. You can go with this. You can go with that. The choice is yours. It's really that simple. And it's the an opportunity opportunities. I'm sharing my the choice that I'm telling you that I think you should make is because I've experienced what has happened when you did when you when you when you don't do that choice that you want to do. Right, the choice you want to make. I made that choice already. So let me tell you my experience. Here's a choice that I should have made then. So I'm trying to get, I'm working on giving you the choice that you can make now, that you should make now. But like I said, like I said before, it's up to you to take it. It's up to you.
0: So it's interesting because I think a lot of people want to hide the choices, the bad choices, the mistakes, the missteps. And you're openly sharing the fact that you're speaking from a place of authority because you have the experience right you got mm-hmm. the t-shirt <laughs> you did the thing and hey, you got the t-shirt
1: well you know what why not be look, I think the problem is it's a problem nowadays people are not transparent right I used to tell I used to tell my kids when people talk to me if you're interested in getting a listen with somebody let them cut their gut, gut open let everything spill into the table then for anything everybody knows what's going on with you Therefore, there's no ooh on ah, ahs at the end. Oh, you didn't tell me that, right? You didn't tell me this. You can tell me that. I think a lot of times people don't think they want to tell you about all the glory, right? Then They want to show you, <clears throat> they don't want to They want to let you know about the failures. I don't know why, right? It's like, in, you know, I, I like this to, to multi-family sometimes. People speaking, you hear all the glory. What about the times when you fell down your face, scratched your head? You had to get 20 stitches in your head, right? What about them times when you cut your knee wide open? it's good for people to know that it's not easy right it's not going to be easy you got to take the stairs when i went to the eiffel tower i took the stairs to the top i didn't take the elevator right That's less life you gotta take the stairs to the top mm-hmm.
0: is there the stairs is a lot of people say the stairs is the hard way is <clears throat> there what's the wisdom behind taking this the harder way the longer way the Less efficient way, the less easy way. Why why take the stairs instead of hitting the
1: elevator? Because life is not the elevator. <laughs> life is the stairs. You're gonna you gonna trip up the steps sometime, right? You're gonna get tired, right? You gotta to stop, catch your breath, you keep on going. Um, this, the elevator, you press a button, you get relaxed, you get into the comfort zone. Oh, this is easy. Ah, the comfort zone. And then before you know it. You're sitting there with your feet up, thinking everything's supposed to be happening just to, just like this. It doesn't always happen like that. You have no, you have, it's, 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 life is easy on the elevator, real easy. Then when something does happen, you don't know what to do because you haven't taken the steps. You've been, it's been easy peasy all this time, right? And that's just my take on it. This is my take because I've taken the steps. I've, I took the steps. I've taken the steps a lot of times. And there's times I fell down the steps too.
0: oh no that's not fun but there's so much wisdom there man i feel like you just you're you're sprinkling us with diamonds because here's the thing right you get to choose your heart and literally what you just said is look take the stairs proactively so you've calloused or hardened yourself so you're ready Mm -hmm. when that thing comes that challenge arrives you're you're in good shape you're not going to be winded or out of breath because you're already tucked the stairs you know that you can do it and so it gives you a different level of confidence too right right this isn't this isn't oh i just do the thing this is i did the thing and Mm. i'm ready to do the next one and i think this is so consistent and congruent with your message overall because i'm retired no i'm just into the next phase of my life where i don't have to go in and trade hours for dollars in order to get the pension or get the weekly paycheck. I I made that sacrifice. And now I've got freedom and flexibility to go do some other things that are of more impact. You mentioned that your parents did some stuff with real estate and you followed suit, even though you had some trials along the way. I know you're doing some Airbnb right now. You got some long term stuff like kind of talk to the listeners about you know, small multifamily, Airbnb, and, and why you think these are great investment opportunities for folks out there who are interested in creating some additional revenue?
1: Well, the Airbnb, let's start with the Airbnb first. Um, the Airbnb, I believe, I feel, right, that that can help you, like you said, create some additional income because once you set up and run it, it starts running by itself, right? Right. Um, my, the small multi family I like is because I think that's a sweet spot for me, right? Because the 50 units to 10, five units, that's my sort of sweet spot because everybody else is going for the, the larger multi family. And my thing is to buy and hold. I'm looking to buy and flip. I'm buy and hold for long term wealth, right? And therefore, I can do more JV in that way, right? I can find partners to JV in. Because I'm going to be honest, syndication, those are all tools, I understand. But I like the point of me just being around the people who I'm investing with, right? So if it's four or five people, we can always do this together. Therefore, we form a team, and it's part of the that's the heartbeat right there for me. Um, my father, he did it by himself. So when you're talking about that, that's and that, may, that may be part of it too. But I think about it now, that may be part of what plays for me. Because my father, he was dead by himself, right? So I'm from that point of doing things, but now I recognize also that I had to have a team with me. But I just like the point of the small family, getting people to work together as one.
0: So I've also heard you say in other interviews that had you had the right network or had you had the right team, then some of the missteps wouldn't have happened. You would have been able to navigate those challenges. And so I think what's really cool is you've had your experiences and you're doing all that you can to make other people's lives a little bit easier, a little bit better. Even if they are taking the stairs, you might be able to hand them a cup of water when they get to the top of a flight. You know, you, you may be able to point out that one of the boards is weak and if they step on it, it may give or... They might twist their ankle or something. And you don't sit at the top of the stairs and say, I got mine, you got to go get yours. But you're reaching back to encourage people to come along on the journey. I there was There's this story I heard you tell when you were chatting with Billy Kills on the Going Long podcast, and you were talking about new people coming in and what you would tell them when they got there. You know that big pay raise if they were coming in from school or coming in somewhere else, and how they should spend that money. I'd love for you to share that story with our tribe because I think it's just a phenomenal example of who you are and the advice we should be given to those who are behind us on our journey.
1: So what happens is when I bet people come on the street, right? They took the test. They come in. Come in. I'll give them the rules of transit, right, and talk about safety using the rule book, common sense. Now, it also tells us, you know what? Here's what you need to do. You need to get, don't come in here, get a new car, get a used car, get a hoopty. That's number one. And number two, after your year's over, you need to go get a house. Not a one family, a two family, three family, four family house. Therefore, when I tell them that, because a lot of times people come up the street and they come in, they got this, I got this, like you said, a pay raise. If they came from a lower paying job and now I'm, I need to get this car and they get this and you get that. I tell them, no, no, you need to get something in investment. Investment is number one. Everything else is number two. And with that investment, I tell them what you do is you want to at least buy, get this house. So therefore you can buy another house further down the road. So I tell them, you know, get five. You can buy a house, one house a year, every, every, a year, maybe five years. And so at the end of your ten, your 10 year transit, you have maybe 10 houses, right? What's the issue, right? You have money because everybody went about pension. But then you have already pension. You give your pension away. So that the whole thing is that I like to give people advice on because when I came into transit, it was about no advice. Tell people were talking about partying, right? As they like talk about partying, where's the party at? But I rather not, when I was in transit, I gave advice on how to further your um, money and also how to invest. I think it's important to help people.
0: I I, I think. Very few people get that type of guidance when they come in the door to what is a career. And it's one of those places where it can be the only place you work for your entire career. Yeah. So, you know, I I always ask our guests the same final question. And I'm going to ask it to you. What's the one thing you want our listeners to take away from this episode?
1: That you can do anything you want to do. The age does not matter. You do anything that you want to do. Anything. It doesn't matter. do not nobody tell you you can't do something? The only thing's gonna stop you is you. Because I'm—I recognize that I know I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna sit down. My kids bought me a little backyard patio stuff for, the, for my retirement. Dad, you need to sit down and relax. I can't sit down and relax. I'm not gonna sit down and relax. Like I said before, I didn't come this far to go this far. I came this far to go further. There's more. I can, there's more I can do. There's more people I can help. And life is not finished. It's just the beginning.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. Lawrence Laddie, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. International, giving it to you straight. And this is one of those episodes I think you got to go back and listen to again, because there's so many jewels and nuggets just tucked away in these different stories and experience that this gentleman has had over the course of decades. And I think every time you get to see the, the feet of elders that you should really tune in and listen For the stories that they're sharing with you because it can ease your journey it can prevent you from making missteps that were not destined for you if he made a mistake there's no reason for you to have to further faster because you didn't come this far to go this far your dreams should be real we'll talk soon thank you for joining the tribe today we would love to hear from you please don't forget to rate like and share perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.